0: still trying to figure right. out a way to eat pretzels during these, but.
1: <laughs> I think if you put them in water six hours before we record and then just drink the slurry from the cup, that's probably the best way.
0: Yeah, but I but the salt is what I want. Maybe I'll just drink. Like just a bring li- your own salt shaker. Like a little bit of seawater and then uh-huh. the slurry. Maybe, or I yeah. can mix the two. I, I mix seawater with the yeah, slurry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, no, yeah. I got this. I got this. Okay.
1: Yeah, I don't see. I don't understand why we were having this conversation. The,
0: so obvious. Just thinking out loud while you're. Probably researching this episode. My, where are my notes here? <coughs> Your
1: notes. Your my notes. notes that I took by looking at
0: pages on the internet. And I was going to say it's it's my tabs. I know it's my tabs. It where is my tabs. Have, my tabs. Exactly.
1: Usually, I'll tell you, hey, hey, just so we know. Usually, <laughs> I take extensive notes on these, and I open up my notes uh, app and I read from my own notes. Wow. However, today you are, you happen to be correct (laughs) in (laughs) stabs. So today we're going to talk about a ghost that is uh, the the story is going to be a little different in structure than it usually is. Okay. okay. Normally, when we when we when we do this show, I um, it's sort of a slow reveal to the ghost, right? Like it's a mm. backstory of yeah. what leads up to the ghost. Yeah. Sometimes it's really slow. <laughs> well. Okay. That's hurtful. But uh, today we're going to do it differently. Today we're gonna we're gonna hit you with the ghost first, and then go back and and learn about <laughs> learn about all the nonsense behind it. Hmm. Okay. Um, and I mean nonsense in like the insanity, not that it's actual nonsense, because as you know, this is The whole point is, true. is that you the whole think whole point this is, is real. I, so, yeah. And I do think this is real. Okay. But I think it's this is absurd, but in a <laughs> but also very real. Mm-hmm. And you know how I know it's real? Hmm. Because I'm going to start off by reading you the lead paragraph from a newspaper that you may have heard of before called the New York Times.
0: Ah, that rag.
1: Mm, Well, I'll tell you that it is the the paper of record for the United States of America. You know,
0: they keep telling everybody that. Yeah, I don't really. (laughs) That's
1: true. I've never seen their certificate.
0: Yeah, exactly. I certainly didn't pick it. But who votes on that? Yeah, I'm thinking somebody voted like 200 years ago and then they just Mm -hmm. never had another vote, you know. (laughs) So
1: it's like the Oscars vote. It's like the foreign correspondents. Yeah. Like people who don't actually like engage in things in America. Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah like <clears throat> half the guys that vote for like the the baseball hall of fame are like golf writers and retired guys and <laughs> you know
1: yeah sure and fans right they they do they actually count those fan ballots
0: no it's all bullshit no
1: Again, have i spent so many minutes of my life feeling like those people mm-hmm. god damn it anyway this is from the new york times and this is published in the year this is actually the date was april 21st 1896. Hmm. Okay. I'm just going to read this word for word and, um, we'll see how this goes, <laughs> but the actual newspaper, the New York times, this is the, the lead paragraph. <clears throat> the old town of Flatbush. Now the 29th ward of Brooklyn has a ghost, a Simon pure. Sure enough. Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any questions? Do you, what do you? Are you interrupting? Do you have uh, no, anything I, there strike I, you strange?
0: Pure, no, no, pure. It's a Simon Pure. Sure enough, ghost. Pure glee right there. Just nothing but glee. Yeah, really excited. That's yeah, as pure as Simons are. As pure as, as as Simon
1: a, a Simon da, Simon hyphen Pure. Yes, a Simon Pure. Like it's as
0: pure as Simon. Eh, I'm sure you'll explain you know. that part next. It's fine. Yeah, go on.
1: I don't. I feel like it's self-explanatory. Simons are pure. If there's one thing we know about Simons, it's that they are beacons of purity. Not the ones I meant. That's unassailable. That's fine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> a Simon Pure, sure enough, ghost that nightly walks on East Broadway near Nordstrom Avenue and stops at the house of Charles Norton to make inquiries for a hand that it lost there many years ago while its restless spirit was in the flesh.
0: Mm-hmm. Once again, pretty un- good, right? Unfinished business. I yep. lost my
1: hand back here. That's my I Can I? I'd can I love it back. It, back? Uh, <clears throat> it continues. These visits are not fully appreciated by Norton or his wife, <laughs> 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 but it appears that Norton is to blame for the appearance of this ghost because his ghost ship, which is a fantastic title, I want to be known as his ghost ship. It's like his lordship, you know. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a title of honor. His ghost ship. Was not heard of until Norton, while searching for gold in his cellar, dug up a hand that had lain undisturbed for years.
0: You never dig in the cellar, never. You're never gonna like what you find. I do not condone digging in the cellar. Yeah. absolutely not. <laughs> but now, and what, what's yeah, what's what's so strange to me is, like nowadays if you were to just like dig in a random New York cellar, you'd probably still find a hand even nowadays, you know? Oh, I bet. Yeah, absolutely. But if this is Brooklyn, especially. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, and, but also if a guy, if a guy walks up to your building in Brooklyn and starts screaming at you about how he lost his hand in your house and he needs to come in and get his hand, you're probably going to think, this guy again, you know, like this, this is not an <laughs> abnormal thing to happen in Brooklyn even today. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out why they, why they think it's some sort of a spirit.
1: Well, I will say in 1896, uh, well, okay. So not 18, but Brooklyn was different back then mm-hmm. in some very important ways. It's different now. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> so, and some of those ways will reveal themselves. So we might answer your question about why there weren't just like insane people rolling up outside your apartment building and screaming, you have a hand. <laughs> Because uh, that does that does fit nicely into the, the Brooklyn that I know and love today. <laughs> so this was 1896. Now, 60 years before this happened, mm-hmm. 60 years prior to this story. So now we're going back in time. Now we're going to learn about the, the origins of this ghost, mm-hmm. who, again, has started showing up at this house <laughs> once the guys dug up a hand because he was looking for gold in his basement. <laughs> and he and his wife do not appreciate its presence there. So back in 1860, at least... This land was—it was basically farmland, Mm -hmm. which is kind of wild to think about. Yeah, like Like, you've been to New York. I don't know if you've been to Brooklyn, but Mm -hmm. you know you get it. Yeah, the idea of Brooklyn as Brooklyn as farmland is insane. And I mean, really, like that was like 200 years ago. And I guess I guess that's a lot of time, but I don't know. I've been working on like my latest novel for like six years and I haven't gotten very far. So to think of like how far people have gotten with buildings and stuff in 200 years is really pretty impressive. (laughs) So back 60 years prior to this. So, you know, early 1800s, this, this land was a farm. And so when you have a farmland, you've got like a lot of land, obviously. Mm -hmm. So if you are just a, just a crazy person wandering around without a hand, it's a lot of work to go from farm to house to farmhouse. It's much easier to like, sit outside an apartment building and yell, because then you get, you know, 60 different people hearing you at once. Yeah. But if you want 60 people to hear you in the early 1800s, it's like, okay, I'm going to yell at you, mm-hmm. and I'm going to walk for three days, <laughs> I'm going to find the next house, I'm going to yell at them, I'm going to walk for three more days mm-hmm. and yell at them.
0: So so in this in, in this in this example you're giving here, did the person just lose their hand? They just got their hand cut off and they're going from house to house screaming about it, or...
1: Well, I, is that you tell me? This is your this is your <laughs> scenario. You tell me.
0: Yeah, everything. I, I if if you have freshly lost your hand, then any yeah. amount of screaming is totally acceptable. <laughs> you know.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. And I think if there is any place in the world where you could just like wake up on the street and realize you have lost a hand, mm-hmm. uh, it, you know, Brooklyn is is right up there on the it, list.
0: It's in the top three at least.
1: Sure. Okay, but anyway, so in the early eighteen hundreds, this this part of Brooklyn was um it was just acres and acres and acres of farmland. Mm-hmm. And the farmhouse was owned, and the, and the land they were owned by uh, a, a German immigrant whose first name I do not have here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one cared enough to write his first name, but his last name was Krug. It's probably Krug, right? K R U G. I think you, so. You know German. I would say Krug. Some, yeah. You say Krug. Yeah. Do you say it like a German would say it?
0: Krug. Yeah. Is there is there is there are
1: there umlauts? There's no no umlauts. Okay, here, yeah. But but this is you know this is like retyped from a. Uh, now I'm off the New York Times. Now I'm to a, an article from the Brooklyn Eagle. Hmm. So I, I, don't, I don't think the Brooklyn Eagle would have given him the, 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 the
0: decency of putting umlauts on his name. <laughs> they might have had that typeset sitting around anyway, so it doesn't really matter.
1: That's right. Doesn't, yeah, nothing matters. <laughs> Krug and his family live there. And here's how the Brooklyn Eagle describes Krug. <clears throat> he was a middle-aged man as big as a longshoreman... I guess they're big. I don't I mean, what does a longshoreman do? I th- do
0: they f- fish? I, I don't know. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think
1: aquatic exercises are part of it for uh-huh. sure. Mm. Do they I don't They're not pirates, right? They're not... I don't, I okay. don't think okay. so. Okay. Longshore like you're on the shore a long time, mm-hmm. like big 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 serious fishermen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you have to be I don't. Do you have to be
0: big to be a fisherman. I maybe I think maybe they're like dock workers. Those guys are scary.
1: Oh, that's true. I mean, I, it's, it's like it's, that.
0: Yeah, it's probably like a dock worker.
1: It's like that union in uh, in the wire. Those guys. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. So helps to be big. Okay. Okay, I get it. <laughs> as big as a longshoreman and surly as a bear. So he was
0: great. Yeah. <laughs> People loved him. So he was surlier he... than a longshoreman. Like they they couldn't even they couldn't even continue it. <laughs> He's big as a longshoreman, but way surlier. But just to really
1: drive it home, I mean, he was bear-like in his surliness. He associated with some of the neighboring farmers, not all of them, <laughs> just mm. some of them. His wife and three daughters were kept like prisoners. Oh, that's not good. It's it's they just they don't even prepare you for that sentence. They just that's the yeah. next step in his bio. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he seemed kind of interesting up until now, but not so yeah. much. Less so now. They're kind of like prisoners. Three years before the family came to Flatbush, and. Posted village gossip didn't know anything concerning their past history. So, like, I mean, you come to Flatbush and no one even knows any gossip about you? Oh, my God. Who are you? <laughs> this is <laughs> such an exciting mystery. And so they all assume that he's terrible. So it was rumored that he was a fugitive criminal living in this country under assumed name. But this seems to be only because people just have never heard of them before. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, who yeah. knows? He won't but talk to also, me. He's very big. So I have yes. to make up something. He's yeah. he's definitely evil and right. needs to be dealt with. Uh, he, however, Krug, all, however, was a hard worker and a good farmer. Everyone had to admit that, and he attended strictly to his own business. Hmm. So that's pretty nice. Yeah. Doesn't I mean he is treats his his family like prisoners, but other than that, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Short of all that, <clears throat> he, he seems like a cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the story. I'm going to go. off. I'm just going to tell you the story. I'm not going to look at my notes. <clears throat> Your tabs. I read it so many times. Shut up. <laughs> so late one night, a traveler shows up at Krug's farm, and he says, hey, man, I am so tired. Can I, like, can I sleep here tonight?
0: And Krug is like, I don't speak any English. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. He was like, please get the fuck out. I, it, go away. Because he doesn't like people,
0: right? He right.
1: He only knew some of his neighbors, not all of them. He's not mm-hmm. very nice. But this guy, I guess, had been riding all day. He mm-hmm. and his horse were both wiped. Mm-hmm. He said, like, you know, I, I, I can keep going. I know there are some inns. If I keep going for another, like, hour or two down the road, mm-hmm. um, I would really rather not, like, if 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 you would be so good as to keep me here tonight, I'll happily pay you as if you were a hotel. You know, I'll stay, you know, I'll give you some money. That sounds nice. And Krug was like, ah, oh, God, I don't know. And, and the guy was like, I I have plenty of money. Like, just let me know. Like, I could, you know, I have enough money. Let me tell you, I have enough money to buy, like, several of these farms. So I have enough money to pay you for the night. It's
0: probably about the stupidest thing you could tell somebody you just meet That's in the middle the of the beginning yep. of the end for this okay. character. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: so when Krug hears that, he thinks, "Oh, well, do come in, please, sir, <laughs> <laughs> and let's take care of you." Mm-hmm. So he says, "Sure, come on in." So the man comes in, and they have he he joins the family for dinner, and everything's fine. Evening time comes and Krug says, "Why don't you take my room? It's the best bed. It's the softest pillow. It's got the least amount of yeah. Like there's mites. hardly any bed bugs in there. Like it's this totally is like nice. 1830 or something. I mean, it's not a good bed, yeah, but sure. it's it's the least mealy one that we have. <laughs> I don't know how a mattress gets mealy, but this is the least of that." And he says, "Like, oh my god, thank you so much. You're so nice. I am mm-hmm. so glad I stopped you. This has been really great. Were so helping. wrong about you on the gossip circuit." <laughs> <laughs> so he goes up and he tucks in, and um, and the family does as well. And Krug himself mm-hmm. goes to sleep in the barn. It seems like his wife had a separate bedroom, um, and they didn't get. To, I mean. They have three children so at some point they must have done yeah. some things together but um, I, mean, I don't like, think yeah. I don't think they liked each other very much.
0: It seems like a massive house where they're like, "You know what? You get this bedroom, you three girls get these bedrooms, wife sleeps here, I'm going to sleep in the barn."
1: Oh, maybe the wife's up with the daughters in one small room. Maybe. That would be cool cuz yeah. like there would be four in one small room and then one man in a different room. Yeah.
0: I mean the the, the barn that's like the original man cave though. Honestly, oh, that's true. you know, I mean that's Yeah. It's pretty nice.
1: He had electricity out there, he had his Bud Light lights on. It was pretty cool. <laughs> so he goes out there and sleeps for the night. Everyone goes to bed. Everything's great. Mm-hmm. The next morning, everyone wakes up. Uh Krug is already out in the fields working because uh because again, farmer. He's in the, the, yeah. yeah, he's a farmer. And the, the neighbors who don't know if he is nice
0: mm-hmm.
1: have to say he's a like, god. Mm-hmm. He treats his family like shit and he hits them <laughs> sometimes, but yeah. god damn it, is he a good farmer? <laughs> so so he's out there, the daughter, one of the, da- the daughters wake up, one of them goes down and she starts making breakfast and mm-hmm. uh, she calls up for the, for their guest. Just let him know like, Hey, there's breakfast. You can mm-hmm. have some if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't come down. Mm-hmm. And so the family all sits down to breakfast and the, or at least the girls do mm-hmm. the mom and the daughters and they, they eat breakfast. And then it's the, the guest still has not come down. And so the mom is like, well, I guess I'll go get him. And she goes up and she knocks on the door and there's no answer. So she goes in and there's nothing in the room. Hmm. There's no person, right? It's called, it's empty. The room well, is yeah. empty. Yeah. And so they call Krug mm-hmm. from the field. He comes, you know, or he wait for lunch or whatever. He comes in from the fields and they're yeah. like, Hey, the yeah. the guest was here. He's, yeah. he's gone. He's yeah, not here this morning. Guy? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, Oh yeah. He left really early this morning. He's, you know, left before, uh, before sunrise, uh, we said goodbye and he, he took off and, uh, his wife was like, okay, that makes sense. But where did the bed sheets go? Ah,
0: okay.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Uh. All right. Yeah. Then that, yeah.
1: And Krug says, and there's no reason not to believe him on this. I think mm-hmm. he says, uh, I burned them because, <laughs> <laughs> because he told me on his way out, he's like, oh, by the way, I recently recovered from yellow fever. Uh,
0: yeah. And I, so crew didn't want to take any chances, so we burned the sheets. Yeah. I was going to guess the consumption, but yeah, yeah it's close. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, sure.
1: But I it's so st- I mean, you know, for you and I know this is the stupidest thing in the world because you and I have discussed yellow fever already. Mm-hmm. It's river bound. It right. can't get <laughs> yeah, off water. Exactly, yeah. I think we talked about this in the Memphis yeah. episode. <laughs> Then this is not by water. Right. So, well, I guess Brooklyn is... <laughs> actually, I guess Brooklyn is quite yeah. near water. <laughs> right. Well, okay, so it was a real concern. Mm-hmm. He was right. Sure. So, he burns the sheets because a yellow fever scare and all the family's like, oh, that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just go about their lives, you know? They, what, a, mm-hmm. what, a, what an interesting visit we had from a, from a yeah. nice little stranger and now he's gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. The next day, uh, Krug's wife um mrs krug Mm -hmm. i guess frau frau krug Krug, yeah frau krug she's like i guess i should go put new sheets on this bed so she goes up to Mm -hmm. to change the bed and she's you know she's tucking in the 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 sheets around the mattress and she has to move the bed a little bit Mm -hmm. to make them fit and she's like moving the bed and when she moves the bed away from the wall she sees a severed hand
0: (sighs) okay so it's it's in this conflict that, that the hand is lost I'm yes, to, I'm trying to figure. Like, I mean, maybe may, maybe yoga to this, but I mean, it seems pretty clear. Like, physical struggle because you have a lot of money and I am a farmer. But it, I mean, why go to the why 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 go to, to bother taking the hand off? Well,
1: know? that's a very good question. Yeah, it okay. seems like insult to injury. Yeah. <laughs> uh so if she finds a hand she screams right and sure. then like all the daughters run up and they see the hand and mm. they start screaming mm. like everyone in the house is just screaming and Krug is it's probably like, a, like
0: sitting out there in the middle of the field listening to the screaming in the distance just like they found the hand oh no like, i, I knew. knew i knew they'd found that fucking should have just hand. burned the hand too it. oh <laughs> oh right yeah burned it
1: <laughs> so they're all freaking out so, Krug, yeah, go, oh, God. So, he goes back to mm-hmm. the house. Like, How am I to explain hey this one? Yeah. He walks in and they are, they have a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And he says, listen, don't worry about it. It's fine. Don't ask me any questions. Sure. And they seem to have been, like, living in fear of him enough mm-hmm. to be like, okay, I guess we won't. That's
0: fine. I don't, really, I don't think there's an option two in this case. So. No. Yeah, right. Sure, Unfortunately,
1: that's correct. So, they, mm-hmm. you know, they they go along to get along. Mm-hmm. Uh, that night Krug takes the hand and he buries it in the basement and then he leaves and he is never seen again. <laughs> and uh, what they piece together has happened is as you would expect, yeah, the man murdered. comes up, he says, I have so much gold. Yeah. <laughs> so I have more yeah. gold than anyone knows what to do with. Uh-huh. Uh, so Krug has his plan. Mm. The plan is the man goes up, he goes to sleep. Krug is in the barn because the barn is where they keep the tools, the implements. Yeah, of course. The hatchets and the yeah, axes. Yeah, the murdering he takes, Yes. He takes a murdering tool, either a hatchet or an axe, and he goes up, he sneaks up to the room late at night. Mm-hmm. He takes a swing with the hatchet, uh, hits him, makes contact, mm-hmm. certainly. Right. But not so well that he kills him, just enough that he wakes him up. And the guy is, like, in a lot of pain, right? So, it's like, if I was, like, I'm going to kill Patrick with this hatchet. Right. I'm going to go for your head, right? Right, yeah. That seems right like Right in place. the middle. You know, right, right in there. the middle. Yeah, yeah, Heavy part but of the hatchet. then maybe, like, maybe you sneeze in your sleep and then you move your head like this. And you go, <laughs> right? And then I hit yep. your shoulder instead. Uh-huh. So, that doesn't kill you, but mm-hmm. it does wake you up.
0: Right, yeah. I mean, but at this point, I have an axe in my shoulder, so it's not like I'm, you know, going to you know, hop up and run away or anything. I'm, no, I'm pretty incapacitated exactly. at this point. But what
1: you might do mm-hmm. as Krug rips the the hatchet out and tries tries again is right. you might throw up an arm mm-hmm. to protect yourself, Sure. right? The second blow, he throws up an arm, Krug comes down with it, slices through the hand, mm-hmm. hand falls off. Krug doesn't even recognize that yeah. the hand falls yeah. off. Right? The hand goes back behind the bed. He's just going and, yeah. fucking crazy on sure. that,
0: just, just hacking right. away. Doesn't wake um, anybody up during this. Well, nope. that's
1: the thing. He's got to go fast, right? Because yeah. the first strike... He's going to wake up screaming. Yeah. So then it's just like it's a frenzy of just sure. really, really quick hacks, mm-hmm. which is why he, I assume he wouldn't have noticed that the hand came off mm-hmm. and then fell behind the bed. Yeah, classic, classic mistake.
0: Yeah. I, I, there th- there were so many better ways to kill this guy, honestly. I mean, you you do the whole. Name three. Okay. Number one, you uh, you invite him out to have drinks next to, like, the fire outside, uh-huh. and then you, you know do something there. I mean, they, they said the guy's as big as a longshoreman and like as mad as a bear or something like okay, that. You're not so really,
1: you're not giving me like a way to kill someone. You're just like, you're setting it
0: up. I, I'm, I'm, I'm figuring out a way to not kill him in my own bed with a fucking ax, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, um, I think that would just do it. You know, I, I don't think I need three options here. You know. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Not because you can't think of three, obviously. Just right. Because yeah. You don't think you need yeah. three? Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, yeah, yeah. Again, if if you if you get to Plan C in in your in your opportunities to 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 kill the traveler, you probably just just stop at that point. Like you know, it's it's fine. It's fine.
1: You're so you're a quitter.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. At that point, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay so this is a, so he he chops him up and there's blood mm-hmm. everywhere and mm-hmm. there's a hand flopping around. But he, I guess, gets the gold because he, again, he runs away at the end of this and is never seen again. Mm-hmm. So it seems like he buys himself a new life. Mm-hmm. But of course, he, he wraps the body up in the sheets, takes the body out, burns it, mm-hmm. thinks that he's fine, thinks, you know what? I'll just tell him it's yellow fever. Yep. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and that's what he does. So um, that's, what, that's what happened to, that's how the hand got to the basement mm-hmm. of this house. Now, several decades pass. And eventually we get to the Nortons who are living in this house hmm. in Brooklyn, which is still you know a little busier now, but still still pretty rural at this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the New York Times goes out and they interview the the Nortons about this ghost that they say has started haunting them. And one of the things that Mrs. Norton says is, I should have known <laughs> this house was haunted because bad luck has happened to everyone who's lived here. And they ask her for more details. And she says mm-hmm. that after the Krugs moved out, there was uh, a man in his family, but the man cheated on his wife and ran away with his lover, which doesn't sound like a haunting to me. <laughs> it yeah, just I mean, sounds like you know, people yeah. being shitty. And then the next person who who lived in the house was a thief who um, would just uh, steal silverware mostly mm-hmm. and bury it in the basement <clears throat> uh, because that's, you know what else are you gonna do with it? You're gonna hide it in your <laughs> own basement, um, which again is not. Just, doesn't seem like ghost activity, yeah. <laughs> but just seems like people being terrible people. But yeah. that detail is going to come in, uh, mm-hmm. come in handy real soon. Here, the whole burying silver thing.
0: Yes. Yeah, so like how how common in, in the late nineteenth century is it just to bury everything in your basement in New York? Like is that just? Well,
1: we've already had stories, right, about people burying. What's the the one in Memphis was. They oh, yeah. had their servant bury the chest, right? Yeah, I, so again, yeah. I looked it up for that one, and yeah. apparently it was a very common thing yeah. for you to just bury things that were important to yeah. you so no I'm one just, could find I'm them. just imagining
0: like, like a landlord trying to, trying to rent out an apartment in this building. Like, oh, and then if you go down in the basement, you have your, your, your variable space over here. Mm-hmm. So every <laughs> uh-huh. tenant gets their own five-by-five five variable area here for your, for your uh, for all your valuables. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you keep bikes over here against the wall. Okay, great,
1: thanks. (laughs) Storage
0: lockers are here. Burying
1: spaces here. I think you're gonna love it. You're gonna love living here. Yeah, that's great. Almost no murders since 1832.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep. And if you find a hand, give me a call. uh... (laughs) So
1: this is so this is the this knowledge leads the Nortons, you know, 60 years later when they live there, they know that these. That you know, one guy lived here and cheated on his wife. They know that a guy lived here who was a thief and who buried silver in the basement. They know this already. And this is the knowledge actually that leads to the awakening of the ghost because Mr. Norton, he learns that there was a thief who used to live in the house. He used to bury his silver mm. in the basement. Sure. And he thinks free silver. Maybe there's still some down there. Why not? Sure. Right? I'm yeah. going to go check it out. So he, when he goes down there, he's actually digging for the silverware that was stolen by the previous tenant of the house. And as he's digging, looking for that silverware, huh? what he finds instead is this skeleton hand. And he's like, honey, what's this? Look what I found. Yeah. And as soon as they dig it up, this ghost starts coming to their house every single night, apparently. Like walking down the road and stopping outside their house and asking for the hand that he lost in his life. And this brings up several questions for me that were not answered in the article. Mm-hmm. One of them is, what has the ghost been doing the whole time, bef- uh, leading up yeah. until the time when they dug up the hand?
0: Yeah. I mean, has he just been like sitting over everybody's shoulder on this whole block? Like, have you found a hand? You, you have a hand? Oh, fuck, you found the hand. Let me, oh, let me! I'll, come, I'll be right <laughs> there. I'll be in. right
1: there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I don't, and then two, why didn't they just... Give him the hand. I, that, yeah. What like, are you going to do with the hand?
0: Yeah. I mean, clearly, you're you're there for valuables. You're there for right. silverware and jewels or whatever. I mean, you're not thinking to yourself,
1: maybe hand... This ghost comes in though suddenly every single day of your life, and you obviously don't like it. Suddenly, that hand is worth something. Mm-hmm. It's worth getting rid of. It's mm-hmm. worth it's worth ghost removal. My only my only guess is that they found the hand. And they were like, well, that's horrible, and they mm-hmm. threw it away. <laughs> and then they like. <laughs> So now every day the ghost comes to their house. They're like, look, man, I don't know where your hand is. We threw it at it. Go check the, the dump. I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. It's not here anymore. It's not here anymore. Yeah. And the ghost yeah. is like, well, wait a minute, but you dug it up, right? Yeah.
0: This Elsa doll keeps coming back.
1: Why not my hand? <laughs> um, so there were, I couldn't find any follow up for that story. So I don't know how long that ghost haunted that family or if that ghost still haunts uh, that area today. <laughs> but uh, that is the story of the one handed ghost of Flatbush. Awesome. It's very Muppety. It's a very
0: Muppety kind of yeah, yeah. Uh, ghost story. <laughs> <laughs> like not threatened, just just annoying. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. honey, the ghost is here again, and he really wants his hand. Yeah, he's um, not
1: like he's like sitting. You know, he's like bleeding from the eye sockets or anything. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah exactly, not like coming to the house.
0: Like, you know, like screaming until everyone leaves the house. He's just like hello. He's just like love the hand back. Hello,
1: yeah. hello. Could I? Did you? Did you? Could you fancy a hand? Yeah. I do, I, do, I. I've got this stump. I just. Okay. I've got. If you could just, I just, I, I'd love to rest. <laughs> Please, no? Okay, well, I'll try that's tomorrow. Well. Goodbye. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. Wonderful.